And number 82 on the iconic 100 is the 2013 National Treasures Giannis RPA card. And, and here today to talk about this card, we have Jameson Long, Exquisite Sports Collectibles on Instagram. Jameson, this is you know clearly one of the most iconic and most important RPAs. How how, how would you how would you talk about this card in terms of how iconic it is? I mean, it has to be, it's without a doubt, one of the top three RPAs of the Panini era. There, there's no doubt about it. And I think, you know, I think it's battling two or three, you know, depending on your preference. I think from a value perspective, it's probably number two at this point when you stack comparables to comparables, when you look at grading and patch quality and stuff. Um, and, you know, Giannis is, I mean, he's been, a, he's been around what seems so long. But his resume is already so great that this card has the potential um, to just maybe at one point, I mean, it wouldn't even hurt me to say it, potentially maybe rival the number one RPA of all time in the Panini era. Um, you know, Giannis continues to improve each year on his game. Um, to be so young, to have two MVPs and one championship, um, you know, if he gets one or two more rings and one or two more MVPs, I mean, he's knocking on the door for the best player of his era. And every year it seems like he gets a little bit better. So really the sky's the limit for this card. One of the things that I've heard people talk about with regard to this card in particular is patch quality. And you started to talk about it a little bit there. Um, you know, I've, I've heard as far as cards that have like three, three colors, this is one of those ones that a lot of the RPAs are are two colors, right? right. Um, but but it, it speaks to how how important patch quality is. Do you have any um, experience with this card in particular in, in colors, or do you have anything to sort of reference on that thread? Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, you know, when you're watching the auctions, when you're watching some of the private sales, the the three uh, the three color Giannis, where you get that nice green, red, white patch. I mean, it definitely commands a premium. Um, I've seen some nice two colors, you know, there's some where they've gotten like some really nice chunks of the letter where you can maybe make out an A or a K or something, which can be kind of cool because it gives it that nameplate vibe. But, um, you know, I think over time, um, no different than any other uh, of the big iconic RPAs, LeBron, Steph, KD, um, and then, you know, Giannis, the big money collectors are always going to ch chase the cream of the cream, the, oh, the cream of the crop. Uh, and that's really going to surface back to these three color uh, Giannis RPAs. Well said. That's awesome. So I was looking through your list. You had this at 64, but it's it's at 82. Um, why why do you think you're just a little bit higher on it than the rest of the market might be? I don't. I think sometimes Giannis, because maybe um, he's foreign and maybe he doesn't necessarily um have quite the mainstream appeal in america as some of the other players do especially the american-born players i think sometimes his resume is a little slipped on i think as you know he recently had a movie come out on disney plus great movie you know he he now has that that line of shoes with nike the freak line of shoes so i think as these more of these mainstream items start really coming across and coming into everyone's home. I think it's just going to raise the, the appeal for Giannis and the notoriety. And I think when people kind of, you know, as, as guys like Katie and LeBron and even Steph, you know, as they're getting older in their careers and they step back, I mean, Giannis is only, I think 27 or 28 years old. Yeah. I mean, when you think about that, you know, KD and, 
and Steph, they have five or six years on them. So as those guys start fading and he's entering that prime, we're going to take a look at his resume and say, whoa, what, what happened here? You know, I, to me, he could be kind of like the modern day Tim Duncan uh, in many regards. When we take a look back and say, wow, this guy won three or four MVPs. He's got two or three championships. And then we start stacking that resume up. I think it, it, he could quickly vault up the list in a few years on, on everybody's list, not just mine. Well said. So the thing that I think is really interesting about this, this card in particular right here, we've already talked about the honest prism silver. Um, You know, that, that, that was, that was a big card. This card, there's only 99 of. And so one of the, one of the things that I, that I hear a lot of people saying is they think about whether something's iconic, you'll hear the question, can something that only has 99 copies be iconic, but, but it's clear at this point, at least, that the Giannis NT RPA is, is considered by a good portion of our hobby to really be his premium, you know, best rookie card. You had, like I said, you had it at 64, which is great. There's plenty, there are plenty of people who had it significantly higher than you did and, and people who had it lower than you did too. Do you think, what, how, how would you, how would you talk about whether you can judge something as being iconic, even though it has sort of a lower, a lower total like population in existence. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, that's a great question. You know, um, I think there's sometimes there's a lure to something that's unattainable or that's hard to obtain. Yeah. You know, um, a Toyota Camry is iconic, but also so is a Ferrari. And I'd rather have a Ferrari if I could afford it, right? So uh, not to say anything bad about Toyota Camrys, but I mean, I think you have to have that same mindset is that there, there is a mainstream iconic Levi jeans, right? And, and then, or a Timex watch, but then there's also Rolex watches, which can be just as iconic, but not everybody can afford it. It doesn't mean they don't aspire to, or don't want to have one or don't want it on the front of their magazine. So I think it's kind of, you know, collectibles are, can fall in that same, same category as well. Well said. Ranking iconic is 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 definitely something that's difficult to sort of like um, wrap your hands around. I think that's pretty For well sure. said. Is there anything else you want to say about this card before we before we move on to the next? Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, you know, I think there's a bunch of different elements that make up a card, and um, one is the set, the card, the aesthetics, and the other is the player. And I'm I'm just super bullish on Giannis long term. I just think. Um, you know, I'm a big buyer of Giannis. I think he's for what he's done, uh, when you stack, start stacking him up and actually put on paper, what he's done so far, never left his team, never asked to be traded, stuck through, um, some tough playoff series and he grinded it out and he's proven that he, he can be the best player on a championship team. I think that means a lot. And I think at the end of the day, you know, when I'm, uh, you know, as a dad as well, when I'm showing my kids guys to emulate guys like him and Steph that have stuck through the tough times and really worked and, and been the best player on a championship team. I think that means a lot. And I think when we look back through this era and we look at those two guys specifically, I think people are going to hold them up on a pedestal because of those type of achievements. Oh man. You know how I feel about it. I certainly yeah. agree with those things. Yeah. Really a fantastic take J- Jameson. That is number 82, the national treasures, Giannis RPA. Next time we'll hit number 81. And until then, Happy collecting.